This episode of Nixa Talk addresses the Chinese capital markets and the evolution of foreign access to and investment in these markets. You're listening to Nixa Talk, a show aimed at providing building blocks for best practice implementation to executives in the global asset management industry. Nixa Talk features targeted content from Nixa's live webinar programming. More content for your on-the-go, easy listening can be found at nixa.org. I'm Allison Lovett, your Nixa host, and on today's show, we're talking about China's capital markets. I recently sat down with Florence Lee, head of China Sales and Business Development at HSBC Security Services, and Stefan Karolchuk, partner and head of the Hong Kong office at Arend and Merendok, to talk about the Chinese capital markets and the relatively low level of participation among foreign investors. I asked them what they thought of the expected inclusion of the China markets in major indices, and if they expect an increase in foreign investment as a result. Let's listen into the discussion. In China, no matter is the China A share market or the China bond, at this moment, it is still not yet formally included into the major index. Luckily, on the index side, that is for equity, MSCI already make their decision finally, and then you will see that the changes will be by the by May of this year. Then um, there will be 222 lines of A share stock will be included on the MSCI. So this sort of has been done, although it's not a major weighting, uh, but it will be a, a good start. Okay, back to your question about the 2% only to participate into such a big uh, uh, bond market. At the moment, the China bond is not representing any weighting at all in the major bond index. So say, for example, include Boomba Barclays, the city, or now you call the, the, the FUSI one, the WIPI, and also the JB Morgan uh, Fixed Income Index. All this is not yet included into their mainstream, their flagship index, which is tracked by, you saw the, the number we, we share in here, in the in the Bloomberg bar case, it's tracking about $2 trillion, and then the city Wigby is another $2 trillion, and then uh, JP Morgan and so on. We're expecting once, um, because the opening of Bond Connect is a, a accelerator to helping these bond index provider because you have to make sure that the market is liquid enough, uh, repatriation has no problem, and also um, the, the, the DVP issue, then you will reducing the counterparty risk will be addressed, and then and so on. Then this is very important before the uh, bond index provider, one of the three of them. We're expecting if China can be quicker to come up with an announcement to clarify the major issue like the, 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 the DVP model and also some of the taxation, make it more clear. clear. They have to do a few things, I would say, but if we want them to have a higher clarity on the taxation, that will help him. We're expecting that there will be at least about $250 billion of the offshore money will be going into China due to this uh, bond index. And also the index inclusion, as usual, it will be not just coming in one go, it will be by batch over the years. In With such a big bond market, we have to expect that at least... 10 to 30% of the total index should be included for the China bond, given this market is talking about almost 10 trillion US dollar market outstanding. So this is my idea. Um, Stefan, do you have other to add on on this question? 
Yes, not, not, not much to add, but one point perhaps from a, from a more legal perspective and looking at this from, from the outside. I mean, we've been expecting MSA inclusion for a number of years and each year in June we're all uh, keeping our fingers crossed that basically they would, they would include it and it didn't happen, uh, uh for a number of years and, and clearly, uh, um, some of the, um, constraints that MSCI was, was raising was in relation to Q fee and RQ fee and the, the, the various restrictions that were applicable to them. And we really had to wait until Stock Connect was, was fully operational and that, you know, fully open, including uh, to Shenzhen um, Stock Exchange to have the MSCI including uh, a small amount, I agree, but, but still, as a principle, it's included, so that makes a big difference. Increasing the weighting thereafter is much easier than, than actually authorizing the inclusion. So I think there we, we, uh, we saw that Stock Connect was really a key driver of this MSCI inclusion, and we may expect that it will be the same for a bond connect and the bond inclusion in the main bond indices. So I would I would share uh, your view that having bond connect uh, clarified regarding RDVP um, available across the board and and made really available to the widest range of of stakeholders and and fund managers in particular will definitely help and accelerate the process of having China fixed income security is finding their ways into the main fixed income indices. You've been listening to Nixa Talk, expert panels discussing today's most compelling asset management issues. Nixa is a trade association and support of professionals within the global financial community. Come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or follow us on Twitter at Nixon News. Access to the complete live programming, including CE credits, is available to Nixa members. For information on how your firm can become a Nixa member, please visit nixa.org and view our membership page. For over 50 years, Nixa has been connecting global asset management participants to discuss and develop industry best practices. Join the conversation today.